0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special pop-up edition of Inspirations Beyond Disabilities, a podcast where we talk about and beyond blindness and disabilities. We are about to be joined by our surprise guest. And if you are anywhere on blind TikTok or Instagram, you know who this is. And I'm really excited. We just got a chance, and I grabbed it. So we will be right back with our interview and surprise guest coming up next, right after this awesome theme song, by the way. Thanks for listening. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit... I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. The because
1: world. that is how it works.
0: The average American Everyone. will meet 10,000 people in their
1: lifetime. problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition. Conscience. Once
0: you are willing to stand up for yourself. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people. Once you
1: recognize what your
2: rights are.
1: Yeah, so my name is Shy. My TikTok is not so shy, and it's spelled with an X. I have RP or retinitis pigmentosa, and I'm in Florida, unfortunately. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10
0: people, change their lives forever. We've got
1: to be that something that Arnold Tornby, the historian, refers to as the creative Creative minority. 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 You're
0: You're wrong. Once you are willing to stand up for yourself, then others will show up. for I'm Brittany, also known as Blind Beauty on TikTok. My recognition is Pseudotumor, and And
1: I live in Baltimore.
0: Liberation is not an external thing. It's an internal thing.
1: Find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. We might be headed to the
0: promised land speaking the truth and finding... Our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Because when we all get together, I like to call it the low vision and blind people forum. Generations were saved by one decision. By one, one, decision one person one changing question. the world can happen anywhere and anyone, can, and do anyone it. can do it. I was born this way. Hey, um, I'm Caitlin Wackerman. I live in North, North Carolina. And I have cataracts, glaucoma, and diabetic retinopathy. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to inspiration, inspiration. Beyond, beyond disability. Hazard, are you there? Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm here, but are. I
2: don't, I don't know what happened to uh, the video. The video, it crashed. I, I assumed. I, I think it thinks I'm in like a car.
0: I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All that matters—you can hear
2: me, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, so, the, the main thing that works here is you know our ears. So like that's, that's, that's
0: what we right. gotta focus on. That's what I started on with podcasting. It was audio for the blind. You know what I mean? Because one click, and then you can learn something.
2: Man, beautiful.
0: So I'm so excited to have you here. And uh, well, before we get to your good news, I just want to, you have been growing on TikTok. You you're one of the one of the major influences on blind TikTok or blind talk or whatever they want to call it on TikTok. And you've been starting live streams on Instagram. And I kind of want to know what, what's going on in your live streams.
2: Honestly. Okay. So the live streams on my Instagram is, I, I, I don't know if this is appropriate,
1: but of
2: course it is. So I, I'm an avid, Shit, yeah. I'm an avid cannabis user yeah, and yeah. TikTok does not like really allow for that. Right. So as far as Instagram lives, it's just me, you know, interacting with, you know, my fan base on the level that I feel comfortable, you know, me being at my, you know, what I am, you know? Yeah. And that's where it really started was, you know, my mom went away for for a little bit and I figured, hey, I have the apartment to myself for the most part. Right. You know, there's not so many distractions as far as you know my siblings and my cousins and whatnot so let me just take advantage and do this and let's see you know how many of my fans are actually like down to really speak to me and really just hang out with me
0: right that's what it's about right and you're cool as fuck so i could see why they'd want to how's that going because i know you said we're going to do one more maybe one more live stream but then i saw you say we're going to do a live stream again and i was like well he must be getting he must be getting a good audience if he's keeping it up you know.
2: I had a, like I wouldn't say it was like fantastic but it was decent. It was comfortable enough to me, you know, for me to like, you know, have a few words with a couple of people and just, you know, vibe out with some music and you yeah. know, just shoot the shit.
0: So are you getting everybody or are you just getting a bunch of blind people?
2: Um mostly it's a bunch of blind people, but you know, right. I love, you know, I love our community oh, hell because, yeah. you know, we we understand the struggles that other people don't understand. Like the funny thing is I want to eventually start doing, I I just can't think of any at the moment, but I feel like I have so many that I haven't realized it, but like, I want to do start doing like little uh, blind stoner hacks, which I know I have some, I just like, they're so, they're so second nature now. Right. That I haven't really figured out a way to like,
0: Oh, this is one. (laughs) yeah you just do it right and then you when exactly you think of, when you think about it you can't remember how you did it that's cool so definitely it, i'll give you one right now a blind a stoner a stoner hack you got to use uh rock salt and mm-hmm. alcohol to clean your bong that's what i do just shake it up it cleans it all up nice and neat you know
2: actually you know what i i'm I'm going to actually go to the store and buy some rock salt. Cause I did buy some formula 420 just now to, to clean my bongs. Right. But for some reason it just never fully does the job. Like I'm still sitting there with this dirty, like half dirty piece. And I'm like, Oh, people come over. They're like,
0: yo, your shit is dirty. I'm like, I just
1: cleaned it.
0: Right. And they think it's cause you're blind. Not cause you used a shitty product. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that, that always gets me is that people think that it's not cause I'm a lazy guy that didn't clean. It's cause I didn't see it and I'm blind and I'm mm-hmm. okay with it. I'm not okay with it and tell me about it or just clean it up yourself. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it like? Wait, first of all, you're, you're blind in NY N- blind in mm-hmm. NY on TikTok and you're New York's blindest on Instagram, right?
1: Yes.
2: The Instagram came years ago and I just, don't want to change it like it it was so organic and yeah, the man. fact that nobody's taken it like i know so many people in new york in the blind community and man. i'm surprised to be honest that i'm one of like very few i only know one other person that's vi and on tiktok that's out here okay and most of his content is uh, you know on his music which I commend him for that. He has like 39,000 followers. Wow. But, you know, he's, you know, his thing is. It's not mostly about me being blind. It's my music and my producing and my personality. You know, yes, I'm blind, but that's second
0: to me. That's second to all of us, I think. Right? It
2: is. It is. But, you know, for him, it's more the word I'm looking for. He didn't want to make his content. You know anything like too related on his blindness? Like he has a few jokes on it, right? But it's not as as far as like you know, this is what it is being in New York and and being VI. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me do with what I know. You know, let me. I've been in this city since birth, and I've been traveling around on my own since I think it was like fourteen or fifteen. Right. So it's you know, it was just something that I felt like wasn't being done and let's get it
0: done. Totally. And I think we all go through that phase of, I always want to go to a party and see how long it takes before somebody says, are you blind? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like how long can I just cope and and hide it? Because I want people to get to know me without assuming uh, the pity party that is, that comes along with when you first acknowledge my blindness, you know?
2: Exactly. Like for me, the funny thing is, funny you just said that uh one story that i i did was uh, a story where like i almost it's one of my first story times where i almost caught on fire at a party (laughs) and one thing i didn't talk about about that party was um i had always like joked around and made blind jokes with my friends and one of the girls that they had brought brought with them was i guess she was super shit-faced or what but Every time I would make a blind joke around my friends, it was like she'd come up and touch on me. Oh my god, are you the blind guy? And I'm like, yo, we we just came in the same car together. Like, I right. was like, you know what? You, this is how you know you're too drunk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not touching you even if you paid me. Like, I'm sorry, that's a case. Right, man. We just we just talked about that. Is the we that whole thing Well, how do blind people have sex and it just annoyed me because you know it's like people want to have sex with us and we know how to have sex so why what is the question here
2: (laughs) for real it's you know i had the funniest moment when a girl you know asked me so like how do you do it do you just feel around i'm like how do you do it in the dark
0: (laughs) right I like tell do you them, just I,
2: feel around or I say, just of course, like I guess just...
0: and guess and hope it pokes the right spot. <laughs> That's every man, right? Just hope it pokes the right spot. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell women, of course, I need to see you closer. You need to come closer. Come close as you can. You know what I mean? Definitely. And then once you stare at them in the eyes, you got him. They're, they're, they're like, well, you see me. I'm one of the only people you've ever seen. And I'm like, yeah, right. we got moves we got moves and and people don't expect them from blind guys but that's awesome what's it like like, what's it like um dating in new york just in general and then what's it like being blind you know
2: honestly dating in new york it's so everybody is so in their own bubble in a sense like everybody's got their own life going yeah it's very rare that somebody like catches the eye of somebody else and actually says something. And if they do, it's mostly a male on, you know, going after another female. Like it's for me being, you know, barely sighted. Like I have a little bit of vision. Like I can acknowledge somebody's attractive, but me right. approaching them, I couldn't even like really think about like, honestly, what are the, I did the dorkiest, most awkward things. Mm- in freshman year of college like when i saw a cute girl in class i would like remember their name like this is so creepy like i i'm not proud of this but like i would acknowledge their name and either find them on facebook or find um or like either just kindly reach out to them in an email like hey you know do you want to like possibly hang out and review these notes like yeah yeah but you know as i you know broke out of my shell I started realizing hey <clears throat> you have a mouth of your own you can speak to these people it's just a matter of you approaching them and making them feel comfortable disarming them in a sense like yeah because there's always the stigma of like can he do something can you know like is he capable of being somebody that can actually you know give me the things that I'm looking for
0: right and yeah, that's an interest. I told the last girl I was with, I was like, the, on day one, I was like, if you pity me, I'll walk away. I'll just leave. You know what I mean? It, exactly. It really works out that way. I mean, just tell me what needs to be done next. And if I can't do it, then I'll tell you I can't do it. But I've learned how to cope in a million different ways that other people don't even realize, you know. So give me a shot. Like, you had something about showering in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> just cracked me up because i never thought of i never thought about it oh yeah i did i did i
1: did you're right it just just makes me
0: so laugh like who needs lights in the shower you just you there's no light actually well maybe some people have a light in the shower i don't have a light in the shower so it's dark so i'm basically i can close my eyes and shower i don't i don't know people that don't you know exactly man that like half the,
2: half the time you're closing your eyes so you don't get the soap in your eyes like are you kidding me
0: right right mm-hmm. <laughs> and then how is it being blind in new york is there a lot of resources what are the uh accessibilities like on the on the streets
2: there's a lot of resources accessibility on the streets eh, i wouldn't say so much there's a lot of um only few parts of of the city have you know the the accessible street lights um the subway stations have their their little quirks and features like in my neighborhood the train is a lot shorter than the platform so i i really feel like i want to make a complaint to to the MTA and tell them like there needs to either the train needs to get longer or they need to put some sort of guardrail up for the people that are actually rushing to catch the train. Cause this is yeah a common thing that happens to New Yorkers. So what you expect a, a blind person to be late because they, you know, they're not going to risk their life to, to catch a train.
0: Right. And if you, if you've ever seen the way they fill up, everybody just stands at the doors, but then mm-hmm. pe- the people behind that kind of slide back until they find an opening. And then, so if you slide back too far, there's no car there for you. So I get that.
2: Exactly. It's just, you know, that there are other, you know, little grievances right now during this pandemic, um, filling up a Metro card, I want to say is a hassle. Yeah. Because uh, before, you know, I'm a little bit old school and a little bit lazy at the same, same time (laughs) before refilling your Metro card, you would go to a booth with cash and, you know, and your metro card present it to them they'd refill it now it's you would go to a machine and use mm. you know like it, it's kind of like atm style with like the headphone jack thing yeah but because these machines are as old as time they barely if they work you're lucky you know mm-hmm. and i'm just so livid like everywhere else is making cash transactions but right now the people that that work in the booths in the subway stations, they're just there to to look pretty and give you directions. They they will not touch money. They will. I'm like, so you're telling me it's okay for the lady at Dunkin' Donuts to to risk her life touching money, but the MTA employee can't risk their life to touch money?
0: Right. Wow. The, the lady like, behind that glass. Right.
2: Like, are you kidding me? Like,
0: what? <laughs> right. And, and just for everybody that isn't blind, the thing is, is you put in your bank information in there to make the transaction. And then if you get lost, there's no way to like back out and confirm the cancellation. So mm-hmm. you, you could literally walk away with your information still in there because it's hard. It's really hard to see. The, the screens are often like deep inset and then they're dirty and they don't yeah a lot of screens like ATMs around me they just i don't use them i don't and i can't ask a stranger or a store manager to help me so i'm at a loss there you know what i mean i don't know what to do with ATMs and like um card readers and all that stuff
2: like i got so lucky at least with the bank that i have chase for the most part their ATMs are usually working right and my uncle's always told me listen you know if anything you go in speak to a teller make your transaction there
1: yeah
2: let them know and you know ask to speak to a manager to let them you know let them know the issue with the atm and if they don't fix it you you let me know cuz he works for them he's like you let me know and i'll i'll make sure it gets taken care of like cuz that's not right you that's, know
0: that's so new york i love that <laughs> <laughs> You always got to know somebody who knows
2: somebody or, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I have a friend the same way. And he's like, and I was like, do you want to go to the bank to get your money? And he's like, well, just use the ATM. And I was like, you know, I don't use the ATM. This is why I ask you for a ride so that you can use the ATM for me. And he's like, I do that. too. Oh, I'm yeah. not even lie. I, forget, I do that yeah. too. Right. He knows my pin number. He's like the one of the only people that knows it by heart now, you know? <laughs>
2: I do the same thing, too. I'm like, I'll send my my cousin when he's here. I'm like, hey, can you just run to the ATM for me? Because, like, I just, I'd rather not.
0: Right, yeah. So it's either got to be all electric with something, like, on my iPad or something that I've used a million times. I'm mm-hmm. never, never going to try anything new when it comes to money. Because I'm so scared of just somebody getting my information because I left it open, you know? Definitely, definitely. Oh, man. I just love that you're in New York, you know, is it's like, how do people like the sidewalks are full of people? Right. And so how do they treat you? Do they not care that you have a cane or do they just like stay on their phones, but instinctively avoid you? It's a little bit of everything. Like you have the ones that
2: either just freeze and... (laughs) don't know what to do right then you got the ones that just want to play chicken and like really see how blind you are right then you have the ones that are just so into their phones that i'm the one playing you know dodgeball over here
0: right right
2: or it's just it's such a you know via a variety of people that it's you you never know what you're gonna expect
0: for sure. For sure. I just like thought- you might
2: even have like earlier today, I was just walking to the store to, to get something. And as I was walking, you know, there's a, you know, nice little family just sitting outside of their stoop, you know, having a whole conversation on the sidewalk. And I had to, you know, say, excuse me to get past them and, you yeah. know, maneuver around them. But, you know, it's, if I didn't have the little bit of vision that I had, I wouldn't be able to do that. Right so i i can only imagine those that are completely blunt like that's why i'm like very iffy on like giving people the advice of like oh i know how to maneuver new york where i can help you Mm -hmm. but it's still like i would recommend either you have at least some i wouldn't say great site but you know Workable like that. You can at least, if you needed to read a sign, you're capable of pulling out your phone and magnifying it, or using oh, an app to 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 do it. You know, just in a way where I know you'd be able to be safe on your own and not just. Yeah. I don't know what the word I'm trying to express is? But you, you get where I'm going with this. Just
0: you don't want to just wing it in New York. That's like a exactly. That's, a, that's like a level five situation. You know what I mean? I can see
2: exactly.
0: I had a a friend in the hospital in Chicago, downtown Chicago, and I was like, I'm going to go to McDonald's, and I got some vision, but I put Siri on to guide me to the nearest McDonald's, which was like 50 feet away, but mm-hmm. it ended up it ended up because of the buildings and everything. It took me four miles in a different direction. And I was two miles into it before I realized that I was just going the wrong way. And two days later, I finally figured out where the McDonald's was.
2: (laughs) It always ends up that way, but no. So funny story is, um, there's a bridge by my house that I've, I've constantly walked on my Mm. videos and I know how to get to it from my house, but getting Mm. off the train on the other side and finding it. Right is always a hassle and for the last two times that i've gotten off the train and walked to this bridge the gps would always send us underneath the bridge over some railroad tracks and and up um up a a service flight of stairs which you know that's it's open to the public up to an extent but like it is still a sketchy route to go and i didn't even realize this is even an option at all, until one day I'm walking down that way and with another friend of mine, and a state trooper is passing by and sees us trying to like cross the street to go, hmm. you know, to mm, towards the railroad crossing, and he goes, "No, no, 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 go the other way, go up the block and and go up, go up that way." I was like, "Oh, okay," but damn. <laughs>
0: Right, I'm constantly realizing that there's easier ways to do the stuff that I'm doing, and I feel like an idiot for not doing it that way. But then I feel so smart for learning something, you know.
2: It's one thing, like I, I commend, I, I say, if you ever do to anybody that's VI and plans on moving to New York, get you know O and M training, you know, with somebody that's been working here for years and yeah. knows the system, because then. They teach you the little tricks that I was taught. Like for me, like I, my family comes to me for dis- directions in in the city. Like I, <laughs> it's up to the point where I'll tell them, "Oh, well, you need to s- sit in the back of the car." But it's like you need you need to sit on the the back of the train, you know, mm. and and this is what it is. You know, you have to sit in the back and go up the exit that way, and then then you'll be where you need to be.
0: Yes.
2: Where everybody else is just. Oh, you just get on the train, take it to this stop and take this train and, and get off at this stop and that's it. And you're like, you get off the train and you, you could exit two blocks further than you, you intended or even mm-hmm. five, like it doesn't. So I love the fact that they've trained us up to the point where we can give better directions than, than the average sighted person
0: for sure. Cause you're paying like more I, I,
2: attention to detail.
0: Yeah. I used to take the red line and I, it would get crowded, more crowded. As we got closer to the city, and then I could hear the announcements less, you know. And I knew there was a certain certain point where it would be loud enough to where I would have to stand up by the door because I knew it was my next exit. Just by that, and then by the announcements, and then by the color, and then just you know, all that other stuff. So there's so many details that go into that, you know.
2: Exactly. That's
0: awesome. So tell me, tell me about your eye condition. What's going on with that? So
2: um I was born with Libra's congenital amaurosis, and I, I when you know I was younger I really didn't know what variation I had I just knew the eye condition that I had and at the age of 11 12-ish I was spending a va- you know Christmas vacation at my dad's house I my mother has custody of me and has been looking after me my whole life for the most part so Hi, Mom. I love that. I'm you know, I'm going, you know, spending time with my with my brother at my dad's house. We're playing with nerf guns and Mm. I was accidentally shot in in the eye, detached my retina in my weaker eye. Mm. And we didn't really like we we tried to to do something about it but we didn't think it was that big of a deal because you know it's a toy gun like
0: what's yeah yeah
2: what's the harm you know like you, you know it's gonna hurt for a couple you know for a day or, or two and then you're over it right i went a whole month and a half without realizing that i could not see in that eye wow like, i don't even know how i managed to do that it wasn't until like the school was doing my my school was doing like a uh, an eye test where they covered my eye and they were like, tell us what you can see. And I was like, I don't see anything. Wow. They freaked out. I freaked out. And they were like, Yeah, your mom's gonna have to take you to the emergency room. So went, saw retinal specialists. They told me we can reattach it, but it's a little too late. Like if we do, it it's just we're putting you more at risk and we're just wasting, you know, resources, to be honest. Wow. Which I at that point I was devastated and it was more at the fact that like i could have prevented it from being too late you know like if i would have realized sooner that i could not see out of that eye mm-hmm. this wouldn't have happened like i'd probably be beginning you know help with both eyes i get you but um as time you know progressed i finally learned to you know accept it and you know as as we all do mm. And then college came around and I stopped going to the eye doctor for about a good two, three years. And it was my, the girlfriend at the time that I was with, that was like, you really need to like, get on seeing your eye doctor more. Like, you know, we don't know, maybe your eyes are getting worse or they're getting better. And I was like, you know what? You're right. My, my condition is degenerative. Let me. Let's let's go see this eye doctor. And when we went to go see the eye doctor, he was like, Yeah, you know, now your um your condition, there's a certain variation that they're doing treatments on. Wow. FDA approved. I think they have the the test kits upstairs. So maybe, you know, meet with a retinal specialist. I'm retiring, so this is probably the last time you're gonna see me, but I wish you the best of luck.
1: Hmm.
2: and went, started the journey with the retinal specialist. And as I saw her, you know, she, that's when I guess they determined that I also had uh, RP, retinitis pigmentosa. Wow. Which I, as I, I, you know, started like doing my research, cause I'm like new eye condition. I've never had this, you know, I know people that have this, but like Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I've never had this. So I started doing my research, and apparently with the uh, form of Libras that I have, it is occasionally common for for them to come hand-in-hand hand because of the fact that they're affecting the same gene. At least, I guess there's different variations of RP as well. Who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. A shy has it, and so does Jay. And so... That's interesting. You know what I mean? I thought so. You I know, I, I had the most uh, common eye condition, but it turns out RP is one of the more common ones.
2: I don't, I'm not sure if it is. Like I think, like I said, with levers, there's so many people that have it as well. Right. But there's so many different variations with levers. I think there's up to fifteen to twenty. I don't quote me on that.
0: No, I just I saw like, your TikTok on that actually, and it made me so interested that there was so many variations of it.
2: Because I think uh, Marie has it. Marie or Maria, I think her oh, name is. Yeah. Um. She has it. Uh, Nessa Mona has it. There's so many people that have Libras, but I wasn't seeing anybody that had my variation. Like, I was even, like, messaging them and, like, asking them, hey, do you have this variation? Have you gotten tested to see if you have this variation? Because the tests are free. Um, the company that owns the rights to that i'm getting which we're gonna get to that in a second yeah yeah but um the company that owns the rights to the medicine to the treatment that i'm getting they offer you know test kits for free because you know it's more money in their pocket if they find the new you know a new patient you know right, obviously.
0: right. plus they get to learn more about the condition exactly
2: like, you know
0: who knew that there was 15 exactly. until they found that fifth number 15
2: Exactly. So then, you know, I got, I got tested a couple, like, I want to say six weeks later, found out that, that I qualify, then started the process with, uh, trying to, to find the, a treatment center, Mm. which I originally wanted to go to, uh, they have a treatment center out in, in Boston, Massachusetts. Right. But unfortunately my insurance doesn't cover out of state for, for Massachusetts. So the nearest one that was an option for me was Philadelphia. It was, if it wasn't that the other options were all along, like the Midwest, it was like Ohio, Michigan, Iowa, sure, Illinois. I was like, no, 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 no. no,
0: no. Now is this, <clears throat> are you on Medicare at this point?
2: I am on Medicaid and it's, okay. it, Took them two years, yeah, to approve and not even approve because they approved it back in 2019. Once I met with the doctors and they said I qualified, right, and, and all that. You know, it was approved, but when it came to writing the contract with the the treatment center, you know, agreeing on the money, yeah. For the first year, they didn't send that. They didn't send the rep forward. Then COVID happened. And then we fought with um, New York State, you know, uh, Medicaid to, like, explain to them, this is not an elective surgery. This is, you know, something that's
0: life changing.
2: Exactly. This is something that, you know, the longer we take, you know, this man could lose his sight at any day now. Right. And so we got them to to reapprove it. And then we're back in the contract writing stages and they were just, you know, dragging their feet at every step that they could. And then finally they, they contacted me about two weeks ago. I I'm not even going to lie. I fell into a little bit of depression because they, they were telling me they were like, your you know, your insurance provider is really dragging their heels over this $400,000 yeah. for the medicine. And I like, I thought all hope was lost. They were like, you know, one thing that we recommend to you is get um, reach out to a, a, somebody in Congress and uh-huh. and have them fight, fight your case, because, you know, that's that's your best bet. Then the next week, I you know, I contact the uh, the people that own the rights to the medicine. And I was like, you know, this is what the hospital told me, you know, and I don't know, you know, what do you think I should do? They were like, well, we're going to see what we can do on our end. and We'll get back to you. Fuck yeah. And just, you know, today I like I got the phone call from the hospital telling me, oh, we're we're here to, you know, schedule your pre-op appointment. I was like, what? Fuck yeah. Thank <laughs> God, I right? was like, oh, my God. I was like, you don't understand how much you made my day. Like,
0: yeah. Between much... you did the work, though. You got you got it done by making those phone calls, you know.
2: Exactly. Like, I honestly I fought so many times on the mm. phone and just like the the low level uh call service people for my insurance provider which i i think they outsource
1: yeah right <laughs>
2: i really think they outsource which is sad considering you know it's government health insurance like <laughs> wow are you kidding me right.
0: the government health
2: insurance is over here you know outsourcing
0: to another country <laughs> it's it's ridiculous it it honestly is and i i have just Really quickly at public access pod Twitter on Twitter at public access pod. My pin tweet is every member of the house ways and means committee, which is the committee that oversees SSI disability. And in that tweet, I put the number name, Twitter account and phone number for each representative on that board so that we can start calling these people and explain just what a devastating system it is to us. So hopefully by meeting people like you and other people that are having issues, then we can start making a policy and, and ask them for something. So I, I, cause it's devastating to you, right? I mean, a lot of people give up in that process. So I'm really happy you didn't. Now I want to know, how did you, did you sweet talk them? Did you act like, Um, helpless, or did you just get mad and yell at people? Because I'm wondering how you accomplished it. You know,
2: it was a little bit of mostly like you know, being very genuine, but at the same rate, very assertive and explaining, like, listen, this is something's got to give. Because you know, you guys low key have the blood of my eyes on your hands right now. Like, if (laughs) yeah, if this eye dies within the next year or two, because you guys are sitting here, you know choosing my vision over $400,000, which honestly to the, you know, so the corporation that owns the rights of the medicine, yes, that's a little like that's ridiculously steep, but right at the same rate to the insurance company, it's like, are you seriously contemplating this? Like, is this a question? Like if you already approved it, why is the concept of money even a problem now?
0: Right. Why are you an insurance company if you're not going to take care of life altering decisions like this? Exactly. So is this a operation then and then medicine or is it just straight medicine?
2: What it is, is essentially it's similar to like, don't quote me. I'm not, you know, the yeah, doctor, no. you know, when when I do see him in a, in a couple of weeks, I will try to see if I could get him or see if he'll allow me to record him. Right. I feel like that man has been on TV a little too much because he's the uh, innovator. Him and his wife were the innovators of the eye die- treatment.
0: That's awesome.
2: So essentially what it is, is it's genetic material. It's like a, a f- proper functioning gene because with Libra is it's our eyes don't produce. I think um, don't produce carotene properly. We don't fold it properly. Okay. So like we don't intake all that protein from that. So now what they're doing is they're opening up the eye similar to what they would do with like cataract removal or whatnot, or a retinal deta- um retinal yeah. reattachment. And they're opening it up, grabbing the retina and injecting it with this um, gene attached with a virus. Cause you know, yep. it's out of, you know, it's unknown DNA to our body. So something has to fight, True. you know, fight our antibodies from killing it.
0: Right, right. And that's how they're, that's the delivery system. That's how they're fighting. Mm-hmm. That's how they're fighting sickle cell too. So it's interesting. I love this.
2: And then, um, you know, closing it back up. Uh, I think I'm supposed to have like a gas bubble for a week or two. Mm. Not sure. And then. Eventually, you know, once it's, you know, the recovery process is over, I shall be able to see a little bit better at night. Um, As far as acuity, they told me, you know, I wouldn't really see much of a difference. If any difference, it's just going to be based on the fact that I can see a little bit more with better lighting now. Nice. Because like with levers, it's at least with my variation, it's um, the fact that everything's a lot farther away but it's also the fact that everything is a lot dimmer when it's dark it gets dark because we see the lights but we don't see what they illuminate they're just there wow like it's like you know imagine taking like two to three pairs of shades and putting it on and you know looking through that like you you can still see the light but
0: what it's shining on you don't see it it's a lot dimmer, right? Exactly. That makes sense. That actually kind of makes sense. Um, with light, for me, with light, it blurs everything. Like, it overtakes everything. So, that you're just, you're in the same boat, but you you have the opposite. Can, neither one of us can see, but one, because I'm being blinded, and two, because you just can't see it well enough. Mm-hmm. And they don't, so they don't honestly know the long-term effects of this yeah right because it's still they don't
2: but their um their expectation originally is that now that you have a properly you know a proper functioning gene working alongside a defective one oh if anything it's gonna at least stop or slow down the the um the generation process
0: okay it's not replacing the gene then it's
2: just it's not it's adding a new one alongside the one that's there because replacing it i I don't think that's really a thing that's that they're capable
0: of because i guess you can't find it if if you don't know where it's at right right so you're gonna have superpowers then you're gonna have an extra gene (laughs) exactly that is kind of cool you might be able to stick to walls and shoot webs i'm excited i wish (laughs) (laughs) and the thing is i'm already
2: already in new york city might as well (laughs)
0: People people don't understand this about doctors, but they, they're constantly devastating you because they don't want to give you too much hope. But then mm-hmm. a lot of times doctors are equally amazed when something exciting happens to you. Like they thought it might happen and it happens in some people, but not enough people. But then they're really excited when it does happen. So. I know you're, you can't get your hopes too up and even a little bit of sight and even knowing that it isn't going to degrade as fast. That's exciting. And I'm really excited for you. And that's why I had, to, I had to get you on the minute I saw that Instagram.
2: I'm excited too. Like, don't get me wrong. I have went down, you know, the rabbit hole of like mm-hmm. finding people who have gotten it already and seeing their take on it and i've i've gotten some positive and some negative yeah and it's you know it varies from person to person the older you get the less likely it is to work okay and that's why i was really pushing for it cuz it's like i'm getting to the point where i've seen family members of mine that's when their vision has you know deteriorated between right. the ages of 25 and 30 and like i really just don't like i'm scared of it like genuinely scared of it wow if I can so, stop it I I'll, I'll take the you know I'll take the risk of speeding it
0: up if I can stop it fuck, yeah <laughs> is it, so this is something that goes in your family that travels through your family yes
2: yes that's,
0: like that's... even even as
2: I was uh, doing my research on like people that have gotten the treatment I even came across possible long distant re- relatives of mine and it's because wow. you know Two, uh, two people that I know that one that got it when it was in the clinical trial. She was actually the first female to get it done. Wow. In both eyes. She um, she just so happens to live, you know, the next town over from my grandparents. And, you know, she knows one of my uncles like the Dominican Republic is such a small country mm. that I feel like everybody knows everybody to an extent. Oh, hell yeah. You have so, to. So, like, when you see somebody, oh, you have this genetic eye condition, and it's genetic. like there, there there's
0: got to be a line that's being crossed somewhere, you know? right. But you have so many uh, you did a DNA test, and you have, yes, I did you have so much in you that was just so fascinating to me. I thought that was so cool, you know, to find out where you're coming from that it isn't all dominican that you have some uh african in you some middle eastern you have some you have things in you i didn't even know existed you know what i mean
2: <laughs> for real like i i started like um i tried to like jumble it up in my head mm. to an extent so as far as i know i think i'm 43% um spanish right um 90 19% portuguese and then i jumbled you know to like shorten myself the headache a little bit you know i put all the the african territories that they put you know in the listing to yeah. 23 to percent, and then i think it's three percent balkan yeah, three percent cool. french two percent uh two percent northern indian and one percent swedish yeah that was the one
0: percent <laughs> Swedish I thought was awesome. Where'd that guy come from? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little Viking in him. That's so neat. <laughs> so let me ask you something then. where's the are you a baseball fan, football fan, hockey fan, basketball? what do you what is it? What's going on here?
2: I with sports, I don't play much. Like oh, when I was course. younger, i used to I, I used to shoot hoops with my neighbor. like he had a little uh, basketball hoop honored yeah. that end yeah and i used to like shooting hoops i wouldn't play a full game because i can't dribble to save my life <laughs> that's but not a blind thing though that's not a blind it really thing. isn't because i've seen some blind people just like really ball and i'm and i'm looking at them like you're completely blind how are you doing right so it, it it's not a blind thing it's just i don't i'm not coordinated
0: yeah <laughs> no i get that i'm not either that, i was- will
2: admit i'm not coordinated
0: but um as far as like sports
2: wise i don't mind watching a game if it's live watching it on tv is not something that i've been a big fan of like i'll watch a super bowl i'll watch a football game if like there's if you're offering me food yeah and and a good you know and a good atmosphere then fuck it i'm there yeah but if it's just you know a game that's on, and you're telling me, "Hey, you know, are you gonna watch the game at your house?" I'm like, yeah, "Not really. I'll just check the score in the morning. Like, I don't care. Right? <laughs> like, I really don't care. Like, it's too much to follow. Like, even even with the announcements, it's just nah, no. Yeah,
0: not for me. I used to be a a real big hockey fan, and then I, when I lost my eyesight, I realized I can't see a puck, and it didn't matter how close I got to the screen. I just couldn't, there wasn't enough. Um, Why do you say it? There, the, it wasn't big enough for me to, for the white of the ice to not swallow up the puck. So it was just, Exactly. Really just the contrast
2: of, was, was not there at all. It was right. just...
0: the contrast. Thank you. And so it just looked like a bunch of guys running into each other. And, but I, <laughs> and it really bugged me because I really liked hockey. And then, As far as baseball, I love what you said because I'm from Chicago and I got to go to Wrigley Field anytime I wanted. And I would go just to sit in the seats and watch the people. But I can't see the ball. I don't know. I don't know who's going to catch it. I don't know who's going to be tagged out. I can't see that bar, you know?
2: Exactly. I think one of my favorite memories is as a kid, my school took a bunch of students with us to Yankees game and I you know I guess they allowed uh family members or a parent to uh accompany the the students right and I had my uncle go with me and when we went my uncle brought binoculars and I managed I wouldn't say I like absorbed the whole game but like it was a little bit more enjoyable to an extent right even with the even after going you know without him and without the binoculars just the atmosphere of being with a group of people and watching it and you know just the whole atmosphere in general of being at a live sporting event
0: is better than watching it at home always getting that breeze and everything but hey i just want to say to people if you're bringing me to a game like that just every couple innings can you uh ask me if i need to go to the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to get up and do it myself. Or you'll never find me again if I do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that, is a fact. that is a fact. And that's not only because I don't see well, it's because I get easily distracted and I'll forget, you know, I'll need to analyze everything on my way up. Like how many stairs, what does this entrance look like? What's the, the guy that's looking at my ticket look like? And if any of that changes, I'm fucked.
2: <laughs> you, you know what? that is so true and the worst part is for me i have adhd so like me trying to like remember a small short new route and just getting distracted by somebody is like
0: right hey
2: you know let me help you or you know let me hold that for you or can you move out of the way for a second you know just any little distraction will like yep. mess me up and uh now i'm like really stuck and the worst part is when now I'm you know triggering an anxiety or a panic attack in the middle of a place that I've never been
0: right, and it's weird because men are so macho, they won't like ask you and i and I've had friends purposely like not not like not tell me that they're going, you know what I mean, because they don't want the hassle, but I've never met a woman that isn't like, "Did you need to go because I'm going that way?" and I'll be like, "Yeah, thanks, and then I'll buy them a drink or some food or something to make it worth their while, mm-hmm. you know, definitely. So, but they don't know what's going on in that men's bathroom. And I God, I'm so glad for that. Because that is disgusting. It's one of the few things I'm glad that I have really bad vision about. And that's the men's bathroom.
2: For real. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> and the worst part is. You know, going to college. The you men's know, bathroom in, in a college. Like, yes, they, they upkeep it at least once. You know.
0: A quarter. Right? Every
2: day or every other day <laughs> or whatever. But it's like.
0: Some dudes are just, just gross. What
2: was college like? It was honestly, I'm still, um, I, I'm in the process of trying to get back in. Cause, uh, of course I messed up my financial aid during 2019. I don't know if you remember January, 2019, we had an issue where our president at the time had caused the government shutdown. Right, right. And fixing the financial aid error was not really an option at the time. Right. So I became in debt about five grand. And until I pay that off, I cannot go back and finish my associates. But um, my first two years of college, I went to a four year. Mm. And it was, it was fun because, you know, it was dorm life. You know, in the beginning, I was very shy, had my own little bubble yeah, but then two things happened. Like, I had something that happened in my life that brought me down into a depression, but also made me like more social to an extent. like mm. i was I was out more in the back parking lot, smoking and hanging out with the guys. yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what brought me out into like the more social scene nice but at the same rate i was now you know my because of you know the outside thing on the inside thing that was happening that i'm you know that's personal to me yeah 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 you know i was my gpa was struggling and then the other thing was just certain professors are just the worst at understanding and trying to accommodate and at the school that i was at I don't know what it was, but the people in the office of disabilities, there weren't really, you know, up for bat for me. Like they weren't for me.
0: Right. I you mean, know, some, certain, certain
2: schools have good services. Others don't, but where I transferred to, they, they were, you know, for the most part, they're really good. The only issue I've ever really had is no taking service sucks. And that's because half the time, these are students that are just getting paid to sit and go into a class and take notes. And some of them are finding out, oh, you're not checking my timesheets, So I'm just going to, you know, not show up on, on, you know, certain days and and hope and pray the student doesn't report me. Right. Which half the time, you know, because I'm a person that doesn't like confrontation. I really don't.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I am anti-confrontational
2: but you know now i've learned i I guess this whole pandemic has opened my eyes and made me realize you can't be afraid of confrontation you can't be afraid of asking for help right you know i have to accept the fact that i do have like anxiety issues and stuff and i have to learn how to deal with them better when when things get overwhelming i need to learn to step back and come back to it you know it's just yeah this this whole pandemic has been an eye-opener for everybody, you know, one of my friends said to me that if you haven't taken anything from this pandemic yet, you're doing something wrong, and you have to at least take the opportunity now while you have it to what I'm looking for mm. self-interest. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking, you know, like sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Have your
2: own little sober acid trip. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I had that last, last week. I was just so sad as I was just so sad and I couldn't figure out why. And I figured out it was, I was lonely, but then I also figured out, like, I couldn't even imagine what I would want somebody to be there for. Like, I can't figure out what I want. So I, I'm not going to introduce somebody and beg for somebody to be in my life when I don't even know what I want from them, you know? And that sucked because I'm sad and I'm lonely, but there's nobody To do anything for me because I don't know what I want Him to do for me and that sucks
2: (laughs) I felt that 100% that happens to us all You know especially now You're just stuck with yourself More and more and you're like Mm -hmm. I just need somebody To talk to like you find yourself At least I've done this At least today With with the news I found myself just looking through my Phone like who can I call I I don't even talk to people anymore like
1: What
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And people are going on weird and weird My friends are going in weird directions too. So it's not like I can get along with what they're doing. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I approve of it. Good for you, but I don't know if I approve of having a friend that's in that position right now. Can I come back to you? But then I don't have anybody to talk to. <laughs> I don't know. That's so interesting. So tell me about some of the people that really support you. Um,
2: as far as like here, I got, you know, my mother, my stepfather has been a great help. My father, you know, he's he lives farther away, so I guess he tries.
1: Yeah, of course.
2: <laughs> but, you know, I got my best friend Vanessa who uh you know, when I first started my TikToks, is was actually the one helping me hold the camera.
0: Hi Vanessa, that's awesome. <laughs> she, I want to
2: But, play. you know, she she was incredible like I I um Funny thing is, she's the one that uh, shaved my um shaved my mustache. Wow! So my like all time, she's my all time best friend. Like I joke around and and you know I, I call her, um I call her my albino savior because <laughs> I can't I can't do do well in darkness mm-hmm. and she can't do well in in, in bright lights. So like <laughs> my uncle used to joke around and go, you know, you guys would make the perfect couple, and we just looked at each other like. No,
0: I think we're just better as a friend dynamic. <laughs> right? You, you make the perfect couple of friends. There you go. <laughs> that's awesome. I have friends like that too. That's, man. That's, and then, you hard know, I had, stuff. Definitely.
2: And then I had developed um, over, I think it was like the past three months before I made the the TikTok, hmm. I had developed a relationship with uh, Elisa that was. Very, like, it, it helped me out because I saw her uh, her post about whether or not, you know, the uncertainty of any day now, you know, your vision could be gone. Right. And I sympathized that, you know, sympathized with her on that heavy. And, like, that's where our friendship developed automatically. She's cool. And I kept, you know, I kept seeing her stuff. And I was like, you know, like, seeing you do that. And I know, like, I could tell is definitely helping you out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: you know maybe I should do this I'm, I'm not seeing anybody do it you know she's like go for it go for it I was like you know she gave me little tips on like how to do a duet how to do a stitch and from there I just started learning and learning and I'm still not perfect I suck
0: <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're doing just fine you're one of the most popular influencers in blind tiktok everybody knows I don't everybody, think so. Every, uh, everybody uh, I talk to knows who you are everybody <laughs> just like jay if you say jay you don't even have to say the bl- baritone blurred you just say jay and people know who it is when people say Ezric, everybody knows who it is you know what i mean i think it's just the
2: uniqueness of my name i'm pretty sure if i had a like basic name like kevin they'd
1: probably lose interest sorry
0: kevin i love you too <laughs> 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 My uncle's name is Kevin. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, I get it. I get it. Elisa, it, it, she's one of the first that I really started following. Because she was like, yeah, I'm at work or I'm going to work. And I was like, she works? I want to know more about this. You know what I mean? Like, she's a she's a real special person. Definitely. And I asked, I asked the girls on Inspiration Beyond Disability. I was like, so this is a female show and you have me on. I'd really like it if we could replace me with like elisa elisa and then have it as a female show i could i could market it and push it that way and they were like oh you know like she works, <laughs> like she has a, she has a whole job and stuff. She doesn't really have time for that except on the weekends, and we don't have time on the weekends. And we like having a male perspective. And I was like, all right, you know. But I actually wanted to, and her and Sadie. Sadie was the original, but Shy replaced her, and then I was hoping Elise would replace me because she's just got so much energy. And it was I know I
2: like. I give her credit so much for, for her high energy and her yeah. positive nature. I asked her one day, I was like, is this, nor- like, is this naturally she- you? She's like, no, this took time. Yeah. This took time.
1: Yeah.
0: You have to I was
2: reach- like, you know what? I-, I-, I commend you on at least putting in the effort to get there.
0: You have to reach that I don't give a fuck if I look stupid point. You know what I mean?
2: Exactly.
0: I, I used to hate going to the store. And then one day... I just did it. I went to Publix and I just did it and I screwed it up and I ended up like on that keyboard in Spanish. Like, and I, I think I actually, I, um, I asked for cash back in the form of my pin number, <laughs> <You know? laughs> which was like, I'm not going to say the first, but it was, and zero two cents, <laughs> So but then that's awful. (laughs) The next time I did it a little better. And then I learned where the no was for cash back. And I was like, all right. And this got easier. And so I looked less stupid the more Mm -hmm. the more I did it. And it's all practice for me. Like, but everybody looks stupid when they first learn something. It's
2: exactly I think
0: people with vision just learn faster if they're meant to learn. But there's a lot of people that try and learn with eyesight that have no idea what they're doing. You know what I mean?
2: That is so true. That is so true. You
1: have no idea,
0: (laughs) right? And there's things that I think I'm better at. You know, I just, I don't, I don't, I can't explain it, but I feel my way through things and get them done much faster than I can untangle fucking jewelry like nobody's business. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or you give me a bundle of wires that that's all done. You know? Oh my god! I'm gonna start sending you bundles of wires. (laughs) But like I, I
2: can't I can't be bothered. This is giving this is like triggering my OCD. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I'll <laughs> just get high. I'll I'll use it as, as an excuse to get high. Like I'll I'll do one hit if and I'll untangle this stuff, you know.
2: <laughs> I can't even I look at like clutter and disorganization and it like overwhelms me. Like yeah. the seriousness of like the video that I did where I was cleaning out my drawer and i found that half of a blunt was there was no joking to that that was not even like i was legitimately looking through my drawer for for something to to uh take a a blunt with me out into the street right and as i'm looking for it you know as i'm looking for like a cellophane wrapper or Mm -hmm. something in my drawer cleaning out cleaning out like i'm like all right something has to be done about this drawer so let me start cleaning it up and i come across it and i'm like yes (laughs) but do you understand how like it's been a whole week that that has been missing and and it's been months that i've cleaned this drawer (laughs) (laughs) so you can only imagine the look on my face
0: right it's like a free high let's go yeah Wow. So uh, I guess we reached our hour. Thank you for being here. Did you want to tell no people, you want to tell people where they can find you one more time?
2: No worries. Uh, definitely find me on on Instagram at uh, new underscore Yorks underscore blindest. That's where I usually go live when I can. It's very impromptu, so like definitely follow me there. Yeah, yeah. And for in um, for TikTok, it's blind underscore in underscore and and yeah you know just join me on the journey of one you know being a, a blind pothead in new york
1: hell yeah hell yeah
2: <laughs> and also you know join me on my journey to possibly getting you know Luxterna and seeing how that goes hopefully you know fingers crossed it's a miracle you know
0: <laughs> yeah and you're gonna be doing that on tiktok and instagram or is that just um be-
2: Mostly TikTok. Like, I I rarely post to Instagram, to be honest. It's today I I did that because I felt like my family needed to know because they don't follow me on TikTok as much.
0: Gotcha. So I was
2: like, you know, let me post this for them because this is something that really means something to everybody, you know, that's related to me.
0: It does. We're, we're watching as I think, I thought it was so amazing. I was so excited for you. That's, this is what happened because of that. And there's a lot of people that are going to be jealous that I got to talk to you and they didn't.
2: <laughs> I hope not. I, I hope they get, you know, an equal opportunity to talk to me. And if, if they didn't, you know, well, my Instagram DMs are always open. Just, you know, don't be a stranger, but don't be a, a creep either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and- Thank you, mom. And thank you, Vanessa, for being like such great people in Ezra's life. It means a lot to me that there's somebody there for him, just like I'm sure he cares if there's people for other people. So thank you. Thank you so much, Jason. No problem. I'll talk to you later.
2: Likewise. Likewise. All right.
1: They told me don't dive in too deep. The rocks are harder at the bottom of the sea. You're just a small fish with a story.